This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. Welcome to the show. My name is Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Got my buddy here, Jared Sharkey. Hey, Tony. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Good, good, good. Uh, Here in the Midwest, it's springtime. Yeah, for now. Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. That might jinx us and get that uh, big snowstorm. Uh, We're always tiptoeing around it at this time of year, so we'll get there. I think last weekend we had, what, low 60s, and then a couple days later we had a snowstorm. (laughs) Three to five inches, huh? Gosh. Yeah, that's uh, just the time of the year here. But great topic this week, Jared. I think today more than ever, we find that when it comes to retirement, most folks have two major worries, the stock market going down and taxes going up. And I think it's natural, especially thinking about stock market and taxes right now, lots of volatility in the market with the Russian-Ukraine business, you know, lots of talk about taxes, whether we're talking about President Trump's tax cuts that expire in 2025, so we know rates are going up, or whether you're analyzing President Biden's proposed tax increases, definitely a topic du jour, if you will. And if you share these concerns, you're really going to want to listen today, because I want to teach you how you can use one simple strategy that if you properly implement it, could allow you to benefit from the next market correction, and at the same time, help protect yourself against the possibility that taxes may rise in the future. So if you've taken steps to prepare for retirement, you either have or should have some portion of your savings invested in the stock market. But this prompts many important questions related to proper asset allocation, how to best manage stock market risk. And if you're not sure if your current retirement plan is positioned to withstand that turmoil, the gyrating stock market, or how to best benefit from these market corrections, you want to reach out to a good fiduciary financial planner that can help you with that. We have a great tool, Jared, that I just love. And there, there's really kind of two components or, or phases of it, if you will. The first is that, you know, we, we take what we call your emotional risk. So we're going to ask you a series of questions. And then the software, the algorithm assigns you a risk of one to 99. Think one is I don't care about ever making money. I want to stick my money in a bank or under my mattress. I don't care about inflation risk. I just don't want to lose. 99 being actually more risky than the S&P 500 itself. Maybe penny stocks, startup companies, kind of high risk items, right? And, And kind of determine what you're comfortable with. And we really, I think, when we're talking about retirement, we want to focus on the negative number. I think a lot of advisors, when you meet them, they like to brag about how much they make in the market. We take a little bit different approach. I like to find what I call that pain point. How much does it have to lose? Is it 10, 20, 30, 40% before you're ready to hit the panic button and say, I need to sell at the bottom, which we know long-term is probably the worst thing you can do. What's that level before it's keeping you up at night? So we can design and create a plan that fits within that risk tolerance window, because that's going to be different for everybody. And I think so many of us, Jared, have met with a broker, a financial advisor. A lot of clients have shared these stories with us prior to meeting us, who maybe after reviewing your portfolio, want you to take some type of immediate action. And while some action might be appropriate, I believe a common planning mistake is to not also spend time anticipating what might happen in the future. 
and the appropriate way to take advantage of these opportunities that can present themselves. So we want to help you best manage all of those financial risks that you might face in retirement. And the first one we, we just have to think about, Jared, is these stock market corrections. We know they're going to happen. Yeah, they will. And they can be really scary. And we say, because you mentioned those risk scores, that we're kind of sleep experts more than retirement planners, because uh, really preparing for a downturn like that can really help you sleep at night, not make incorrect decisions. So uh, if you look at the stock market, I mean, you got to realize how overextended we are. Yeah, we had a big V-shaped recovery in 2020 and that big drop. But if you look all the way back since uh, the last recession it's just gone up and uh, especially with the tech stocks just well overextended so something like a pullback we're witnessing right now can actually be really healthy but it can also be really really scary uh, we never know exactly when the bottom is so it's about being prepared for it but also being ready to jump in on some different opportunities there so when you meet with your financial advisor they're going to tell you a lot of the things that you've heard before keeping your market keeping your portfolio well diversified which is always important uh, don't expose too much of your retirement savings to the market risk itself but also allocate a pro uh, appropriate a portion of those savings to safer, less volatile financial instruments. And there's a lot of great alternatives out there. So uh, what's important is uh, to not just let your planning stop there. You really want to look at being prepared for a correction like this and being able to capitalize on opportunities. And uh, throughout the program today, we're going to go over a couple different ideas and a couple things that you can do there. Uh, but one kind of goes all the way back to the Warren Buffett. Yeah, strategy. it's like keeping your powder dry, right? And, and yep. like you mentioned, Warren Buffett mentioned that and many other investment icons have really made fortunes by buying low and selling high. Yep. But you got to be prepared for that, right? A lot of us in retirement don't have all this cash laying around on the side. And that means keeping a certain amount of funds liquid and available to use during these market downturns. During the height of the financial crisis in September and October of 2008, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway purchased billions of dollars of stocks in high-quality businesses like Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, General Electric, and Mr. Buffett showed that it's smart to have some cash on hand for opportunist excuse me, investing. You want to be able to take advantage of that opportunity. The problem with this is trying to invest like Warren Buffett and buy stocks at bargain prices when the market goes down is that very few folks have the financial resources, that type of liquid assets laying around. And when you've got billions of dollars, you have time on your side. You can afford to wait for many, many years, even decades. And yeah, when you look backwards, you're going to say, wow, what a great decision. But for most of us kind of mortal humans here in retirement, that's one of the few luxuries we lose is the luxury of time. So we may not have the time to sit it out. Most, uh, most of us who are retired have a much more immediate need for these savings to pay your bills and support your lifestyle. This can make it difficult to justify investing more of a person's savings in the stock market, no matter how attractive the bargain price is. And if you already have a good portion of your savings subject to risk in the stock market, it can be dangerous to take on more risk because, you know, we just don't know how long these downturns take. And, and Jared, one of the things we recommend in retirement, in a way, maybe we can't do it to the tune of billions of dollars like Warren Buffett, but, you know, to a, to a smaller extent, if you have your risk diversified, so think of it as in different buckets, kind of short-term safe money that we need now, kind of that mid-range money that we invest conservatively, and then that long-term money that we may never need that we can get a little bit more aggressive with. You know, when we have these market pullbacks, 
right? Then we can say, hey, I kept 30 or 40% in that short-term safe bucket. What if I take just 5 or 10% of that and put it to work in the market? Buy when the market's down 20, 30, 40%. And then as it rebounds, I can replenish my safe bucket. So that's one way to have some kind of dry powder, if you will, or some liquid assets that you can invest. And that can really help you with long-term returns. And I think the second idea, Jared, is taking advantage of stock market corrections by considering Roth conversions. Yeah, and that's just it, Tony. A lot of people are always talking about, should I do a Roth conversion? And, and for a lot of people, it really makes sense. But it's not just if you should do a Roth conversion, it's also when should you do a Roth conversion. And, and that's what we're here for. That's why we, uh, we reached out in 2020 for a lot of individuals that we're working with. And the nice thing about the, the market correction Roth conversion is, unlike that Warren Buffett buy low, sell high mentality, you don't need that extra cash, cash sit on the sidelines. And on top of that, you can take advantage of the taxes that are currently lower than they may be in the future. So uh, if you're looking at the stock market correction, it just kind of seems like a bitter lemon. Uh, let's turn that into a lemonade. And, and an opportunity to do so is indeed this Roth conversion. And it's relatively simple. You're, you're converting from those tax-deferred accounts to a tax-free Roth IRA, while the value of any investments in your retirement account are rather depressed. So uh, while people may be familiar with the basic principles behind a Roth conversion, many are unsure as to when's the most opportune time to convert these hey podcast fans if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com here you can download educational white papers sign up for educational no obligation workshops or schedule your complimentary consultation also don't forget to follow us and like us on facebook linkedin instagram twitter and youtube now back to the podcast and you mentioned it earlier, Jared, but, you know, maybe some folks were confused. You know, if we think back to the beginning of COVID, March and April of 2020, why was my advisor calling in the middle of all this turmoil saying, hey, you need to consider a Roth conversion? The reason he or she was reaching out and the reason that we were reaching out to our clients was, again, if it was depressed, let's call it 30%. So let's say you had a half million dollar IRA, it was down to 350 Now, a lot of technical details, and, and we don't need to put you to sleep with that. We would never do that much at once. But tax bill on converting three hundred and fifty is a lot lower than a tax bill converting five hundred thousand. And once we convert that, and it's now growing tax free, coming out tax free, passing on to loved ones tax free, and rebounding tax free. We know we saw a tremendous rebound, and you got all that growth income tax free. So really important to consider these Roth conversions according to the investment. Company Institute as of July 2021, 401k plans had an estimated 7.3 trillion. That's a big number. Think of all those zeros. 7.3 trillion in assets. And that's a staggering amount of money, especially considering that 401k plans have only been around since 1978. In fact, baby boomers are the first generation that will be depending heavily on this money to fund their retirement. And as more and more baby boomers are entering retirement, we're starting to see a possible downside to having most, if not all, of your savings in that 401k, IRA, or other tax-deferred plan. The problem is that the trillions of dollars that are in these plans don't all belong to you. 
A large share of this money belongs to Uncle Sam. He's been sitting back patiently waiting for a share, which comes due after retirement when the account holders start to take withdrawals, right? And, and I think that's the big fallacy. Grandma, grandpa, mom, you know, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, somebody told you put everything away into that 401k because when you retire, you'll be in such a tiny tax bracket, right? And that's not always the case. And sometimes these big uh, IRA 401k bounces have that big old IOU stamp on it. And, and sure, Uncle Sam gives participants a tax break when they make contrib contributions to these plans. And that does make it easier to save for retirement, but there's a cost. For many of us, it's a very large cost that's often not fully recognized until retirement. Now, again, we always got to be clear, Jared, you and I are not CPAs. So before you make any of these tax type decisions, you really do want to, you know, consider sitting down with a qualified tax professional, oh. making sure you're, you know, really considering all the pros and cons. But if you consider a person who has a tax deferred plan built to build to excuse me to build their retirement nest egg large enough that will support taking withdrawals of say eighty thousand dollars a year for the rest of your life and if that person lives 25 years in retirement those withdrawals will total two million dollars and again every penny of this will ultimately be subject to taxation so the lower your tax rates the less it matters that the withdrawals are taxable but if future tax rates applied to these are higher it can matter a whole lot. For example, assuming the average tax rate applied to this money over someone's lifetime was 22%, the total tax bill would be 440000 If instead that rate goes up to 32%, now you're talking about a tax bill of $640,000. That's a $200,000 increase in your tax liability, and that can really make a difference on the longevity of your dollars. And Jared, I think a major concern is we really don't know where these rates are going. Yeah, and that really is the case. I mean, right now they might be lower, they might be going higher in the future. That's something that we don't really know. Uh, but the thing is, is Uncle Sam is actually pretty savvy when it comes to his debt collecting. And so he says with these 401ks and IRAs, I'll give you a tax break when you contribute to these, but you have to pay taxes anytime you take withdrawals out of the account. Uh, so it may sound perfectly reasonable, but if you ask Uncle Sam, how much are the tax rates going to be in the future? His answer might be more along the lines of, I don't know. It depends on how much money the government will need in the future. But I'll at least tell you what the tax rate will be when you go to take money out of those accounts. So uh, he's, he's got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple trillion of that uh, seven trillion that Tony actually alluded to earlier is going to be earmarked for the government. So it could be uh, really concerning. It's almost like you have a deal with the government. And uh, how, do you, how do you overcome this deal? It's like buying out a business partner, if you will. You have an individual, you have a great opportunity, uh, business investment, and you, you buy them out now. It costs you money, but at the end, at the end it, later on, it might cost you a lot more. So uh, what's the best time to buy out your business partner? Well, uh, there's a couple different uh, couple different things with that the that can actually lower the cost for you. And Tony can kind of dive into some of those details there. Yeah, lots of great ways to lower the cost. And, and I think, you know, this concept of, you know, our taxes going up and, you know, we don't really know what we do know. And again, not, not political. Maybe you love President Trump. Maybe you love President Biden. 
But under the Trump administration, we got these tax cuts that lowered the rates, but it was a temporary cut. So we know they're going up in 2026. So we can stay pretty definitively based on current law that tax rates are going up in 2026. And again, if you look at President Biden's proposals, they might go up quicker. Now, there's an argument there, right? Some of the senators like Senator Manchin have been holdouts. And so maybe he won't be able to get through some of those increases. But we do know that rates are potentially going up. And so you have to think about that. That's why Roth conversions right now, you might be taking advantage of lower tax rates. Have to remember, Roth conversions create a taxable event. So when you do the conversion, you're paying taxes in that existing year. And it's generally preferred that you have funds to pay the taxes due upon conversion from the funds outside of your IRA. Although that's not the only way to do it. You can take the tax bill out of the conversion. And in addition to your current taxes, Roth conversions can potentially have tax consequences, including additional tax withholding, losses of certain deductions and credits, higher taxes on Social Security, potentially higher Medicare premiums. Remember, for Medicare, they're going to look back two years to determine what you're paying. So you really want to consult with a qualified tax advisor regarding these conversions. And when tax rates are low, and when historically today our tax rates are very low, as we talked about compared to the past, as recent as 1980, the highest marginal tax rate was 70%. And there's times when the highest marginal rate was 94%. And those time periods tend to follow time periods where our government has spent a lot of money and our debt is more than a country's ability to make income, what we call a debt to GDP ratio. When that happened many years ago, top rate rate went up to 94%. Well, today our top rate's only 37%. And for the second time in history, just a couple of years ago, that debt to GDP ratio is over 100% again. So could they go up? Maybe, we don't know. But that could be a simple solution to the staggering government debt. And secondly, if any portion of your retirement plan is invested in the stock market, an opportune time to convert could be any time there's a major market correction. Just simple math, right? If the value of your retirement stocks in your plan drops by 25% due to a correction, the cost of converting a tax-free Roth IRA also reduces by 25%. If, the, if it later rebounds the market, the entire 25% would be free from income taxes. And there could be some risk that this strategy might backfire. So it's always worth taking a closer look when we have someone that's considering Roth conversions. We're going to do some analysis. We're going to look at the tax impacts so we know what we're heading into. We talked about that causing increased taxes on Social Security and Medicare for short periods of time, but it can increase that. We're going to look for that break-even point and see if it really makes sense. But for a lot of people, this can have a dramatic impact impact on the longevity of their dollars but jared you always have to evaluate the risk yeah you really do and there can be a lot of opportunity here but you have to see all of the moving parts much like tony talked about the this is looked at as current income when you do a roth conversion so it will have an effect on uh, maybe your social security or your medicare uh, premium so it's just kind of good to know the full picture obviously you want to maximize these roth conversions but they have to be uh within within realm so uh, remember you're paying tax taxes on today's amount 
and therefore you won't have to pay tomorrow's taxes. So weighing these risks is very important. Uh, personally, I believe that the taxes are going to be a lot higher in the future. So uh, assume for a minute that we have a value of your portfolio. The, your, the value of your portfolio has fallen by 25% and that at some point in the future, the losses will be erased. So the market's going to come back or go higher than it currently was. Uh, and the portfolio will return to its pre-cash love, crash level. In that case, if you had converted when the value is down, the entire 25% recovery would be tax-free, much like Tony said before. And if in the meantime, the government actually decided to lower your tax rate, the value of experiencing the tax-free gain could be even less. Uh, but on the other hand, if the government instead decided to increase your tax rate, the value of the tax-free gain would be even greater. So that's where we're really in a unique time right now. Last year, uh, yeah, the taxes were a little bit on sale, but the market kept going up and people were worried about doing a conversion while the market's up. They know they got to do it lower. Uh, we're seeing kind of the best of both things right now with the market being down off its highs, also the taxes being lower. So really good time this year to sit down, really think about maximizing those Roth conversions. But what, like we said, really understanding the risks that you have in doing so. There can be some risks. And there's also some strategies, Jared, to reduce the tax implications. As we mentioned yep. earlier, if you did a Roth conversion this year, that entire amount's going to be added to your ordinary income tax bracket, wherever that might cause you to fall. Some really great strategies. Some of the frustrations we hear from retirees is, hey, Tony, I expected to be in this tiny tax bracket in retirement, especially in my 70s. <laughs> Up to 85% of my Social Security is taxable. My pension's taxable. You know, I have to take required minimum distributions. That's taxable. And if all that taxable income isn't enough... You know, on top of that, I can't even itemize anymore. I can't I can't write off the 10 or 20 bucks a week I throw in a basket at right. church, right? So you might be in a fairly ugly tax bracket. There are some great ways to minimize the taxation on the Roth conversions, maybe get back some of those deductions for that charitable giving. Simple one is a qualified charitable distribution. Not the topic of today, but a great technique to layer on top of the Roth conversions. Another great one is called a donor advised fund. This can have a major impact on reducing the tax bill on these Roth conversions. So doing them right, understanding what you're walking into is really important. And I want to encourage everybody, instead of looking at the next market correction as negative, or instead of worrying that Congress might try to tax more of your retirement savings, why not take these otherwise bitter lemons and turn them into lemonade? This doesn't necessarily require that you take any action today. But it does require a plan to deal with events as they might unfold in the future. And this is really a key part of sound financial planning, part of what we call our retirement ready roadmap, is planning for some of these things, what I call what ifs in retirement, market correction, rising inflation, rising taxation. So before you let any more time go by, it might be a good idea to stop and ask yourself, how well are your current retirement plans positioned to deal with these inevitable stock market crashes, as well as the potential for higher taxes? What exactly is your strategy to deal with one of these events occurring, or if both are, are, should occur? And if you're not sure, reach out to a good fiduciary, a financial advisor that can help you. Rising taxes or falling stock markets can place a big strain on your retirement if you're not ready. But with the right preparation, it could be possible to turn these events into opportunities to actually strengthen your future financial confidence. And we're confident that we have the strategies to help. We appreciate you tuning in. Have a great day. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. 
Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.